yet again and welcome back to another episode of Elevenses. Today is January 10th, 2022 and before I start today's episode, I do need to commemorate this day because two years ago, I had one of the best days of my life on January 10th, 2020 before the world shut down and it's because I got to see Seventeen in concert on that day and for those who don't know, Seventeen is a K-pop boy group and they are my favorite K-pop boy group. And it was, once again, probably one of the best days of my life. And yes, I just have to mention that because I will always remember January 10th as that day. Um, but today, I'm not going to be talking about Seventeen because I feel like I will just ramble on because I have no notes. And I feel like I would need some guidance so I don't just spew random facts and reasons why I love them so much. So I'll do that in a future episode, but I'll need to write some notes down before I talk about it. Um, so look forward to that future episode if you are curious as to why I love Seventeen so much. But anyways, today I'm actually going to be reading some quotes from a book that left a great impression on me a couple of years ago. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite books of all times, but it is beautifully written and I am a sucker for beautifully written prose and so I wrote down some of my favorite quotes a couple of years ago while I read it and I wanted to read them to you for anyone who also is a sucker for beautifully written prose and that book is Gilead by Marilyn Robinson. To give you a little summary of what it's about, it's actually about or written I guess from the perspective of a pastor who is quite old in age and I believe if I remember correctly his first wife passed away and so he remarried and had a son and this son is much younger um, and so he is nearing the age where he may die and he wants to write letters to this young son so that his son um, will have something to remember his dad by and their letters on faith and life and just things that he's learned and want to pass down to his son and so it's just really beautiful and filled with a lot of wisdom and it's really interesting because the author is female and she's writing from a male older male pastor's perspective but even still you don't recognize that it's written from a female author it's just really well done and once again just so beautifully written and I have one of the quotes actually on my wall because I painted a canvas of them of the quote and I also had that exact same quote on my graduation cap so this book is quite special in that it's kind of followed me throughout my years in college and so once again want to share some quotes today from this book so if you are interested you can continue listening um, I will not be sharing the page um, number that I am reading from because I don't know what those are, um, but I highly recommend that you read the whole book if any of these quotes um, allure you into reading it. Okay, so I'm going to begin, and here we go. Quote number one, I feel sometimes as if I were a child who opens its eyes on the world once and sees amazing things it will never know any names for and then has to close its eyes again. I know this is all mere apparition compared to what awaits us, but it is only lovelier for that. There is a human beauty in it, 
and I can't believe that when we have all been changed and put on incorruptibility, we will forget our fantastic condition of mortality and impermanence, the great bright dream of procreating and perishing that meant the world to us. In eternity, this world will be Troy, I believe, and all that has passed here will be the epic of the universe, the ballad they sing in the streets. Because I don't imagine any reality putting this one in the shade entirely, and I think piety forbids me to try. End of quote. Quote 2. Remembering my youth makes me aware that I never really had enough of it. It was over before I was done with it. End of quote. Quote number three. Love is holy because it is like grace. The worthiness of its object is never really what matters. End of quote. Quote number four. There is a mystery in the thought of the recreation of an old man as an old man, with all the defects and injuries of what is called long life faithfully preserved in him, and all their claims and all their tendencies honored, too, as in the steady progress of arthritis in my left knee. I have thought sometimes that the Lord must hold the whole of our lives in memory, so to speak. Of course he does, and memory is the wrong word, no doubt, but the finger I broke sliding into second base when I was 22 years old is crookeder than ever, and I can interpret that fact as an intimate attention taking Herbert's view. End of quote. Quote number five. I do like Calvin's image, though, because it suggests how God might actually enjoy. I believe we think about that far too little. It would be a way into understanding essential things, since presumably the world exists for God's enjoyment. Not in any simple sense, of course, but as you enjoy the being of a child, even when he is in every way a thorn in your heart. End of quote. Quote number six. I tell them there are certain attributes our faith assigns to God. Omniscience, omnipotence, justice, and grace. We human beings have such a slight acquaintance with power and knowledge, so little conception of justice, and so slight a capacity for grace, that the workings of these great attributes together is a mystery we cannot hope to penetrate. End of quote. Quote number seven is actually a quote of a quote, and that is by Isaac Watts. It says, Grant me on earth what seems thee best, till death and heaven reveal the rest. End of quote. Quote number eight, Augustine says the Lord loves each of us as an only child, and that has to be true. He will wipe the tears from all faces. It takes nothing from the loveliness of the verse to say that is exactly what will be required. End of quote. Quote number nine, What have I to leave you but the ruins of old courage and the love of old gallantry and hope? Well, as I have said, it is all in ember now, and the good Lord will surely someday breathe it into flame again. End of quote. Quote number 10. So often I have seen the dawn come and the light flood over the land and everything turn radiant at once. That word, good, so profoundly affirmed in my soul that I am amazed I should be allowed to witness such a thing. End of quote. And last but not least, quote number 11. To me, it seems rather Christ-like to be as unadorned as this place is, as little regarded. This whole town does look like whatever hope becomes after it begins to weary a little, then weary a little more. But hope deferred is still hope. End of quote. So those are her 11 of the quotes that stuck out to me the most while reading Gilead. And if I were to do reread, maybe I'd find even more quotes that really stuck out to me. And it's honestly a book I want to reread because I feel like I didn't take it all in while I read it the first time. 
but I hope you got a taste of how beautifully it is written and just the thoughts and ideas that are portrayed through this book. Um, and I don't know if this author is a Christian, um, but if she is not, I feel like she did so much research to really get into the mind of what it would look like to write from a perspective of a person of faith. And if she is, then that's great. I'm really happy that she could write a book that is filled with so much grace and wisdom. And um, obviously, I need to reread and make sure that none of this stuff is blasphemous, like that the book itself is not blasphemous. But from what I remember, it's honestly just a very beautifully written book about faith and what it is like to think about death um, for someone who is nearing death but has a family that maybe has a long time before death is a reality. And so it has a lot of good stuff to think about and reflect on. And so, yeah, highly recommend reading if you have the chance. And I don't believe it's a very long book either for those who don't love reading. So anyways, that is all I wanted to share with you guys today. I hope to do stuff like this in the future as well with other books. And yeah, that's all. Have a great day and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Goodbye.